Hello, and welcome back to another Brain Snacking episode within Journaling Thursdays on our Let Your Genius Emerge podcast. Here is your host, Julia Bright. We have just finished our two weeks of observation. I hope you found out some new facts about yourself as well as about the people around you. I especially paid attention to my posture, either sitting or standing, even walking. I started to become more aware of the way I hold myself. I also began to look around and notice how other people go about, what their body tells about their present state of mind or the way they feel. Some people seem to let themselves down and probably have done so for a long time, the way they keep holding their shoulders and their backs. As soon as I straighten out my spine, I automatically take deeper breaths now. That does not just feel better, but it also grounds me to the present that has a healing effect that I can feel already. Our wonderful biosphere cycles oxygen from the ocean to the air. Our ancestors breathed the same oxygen in and out. Pick someone you like from history, literature, or your culture from a few hundred years ago. Let's say Plato or Shakespeare. And now you can very well imagine that within your lifetime, you breathe in and out some of the same oxygen molecules that they did while they were breathing. Isn't that something? So today we are going to continue with the simplest, most wonders in life. Water. H2O. We already know that oxygen was created by the first stars and was released about half a million years after the Big Bang. But hydrogen was forming right about three minutes after the Big Bang. It is the first element of the periodic table for a good reason. It is the first element of the universe. It took less than 20 minutes to create all the first elements that were needed, and then with cooling these hydrogen atoms and a little bit of helium formed the first stars. More generations of stars were created, and around them the remaining elements formed planets. They lived and died until our sun started to shape. It is at least a third-generation star. Our planet was pulling together about 4.5 billion years ago, forming a fiery ball. For at least a half a billion years, Earth was bombarded violently by asteroids. These asteroids nevertheless brought the ingredients of life with them. They might have been made of rocks and minerals, but they also carried precious water. As the Earth started to cool down, this water transformed from vapor to liquid and eventually formed the first water surfaces, oceans. Ever since, when we welcome another asteroid, we might receive more water from space with it. So the water we use, the water we drink and we swim in, is 4 billion years old. Water essentially is not made and not taken away. As smart as humans think they are, they still rely on nature to have drinking water to sustain us. Water is under the earth crust, underground, in the ocean, in the rivers, lakes, and in the clouds. 
We need nature to cycle H2O through its system to purify it and make it healthy for us. It is just like breast milk. Humans try to copy it, make it artificially, but could never achieve it completely. They always come short. Something is always missing. It could be reverse osmosis, ionized, or any kind of filtering. It will never be naturally pure. Imagine this great cycle. The power from the center of the sun lifts water molecules to the sky. Gravity will bring it down from the clouds to the rivers and drive it downhill to the lakes. But the power of the sun only reaches the top layers of the ocean. Streams in the ocean stirs and recycles some water, but the deep ocean is undisturbed, salty and old, billions of years old. Only earthquakes stir it up. I wanted to say that we could not live in that environment, but I would be not totally right. We did start out life in ocean-like water in our mother's womb. The amniotic fluid a bit resembles this. We did not need oxygen. We just lived on whatever this fluid provided us and recycled for us. The deep ocean water was probably the home for the first life as well. We, however, will never be able to sample that because it is unbearably deep and inhospitable for us. And the water there can be devoured by the earth through earthquakes as well as billion-year-old water can be released to the ocean again from deep within the earth's belly. So we only touch, see, taste, and experience the surface. Nevertheless, we are in love with it. Why do you think we love the shine of silver, gold, and crystal? As our ancestors went from one fertile place to another, they were looking for water. Can you imagine the joy when they saw the sparkle as the sun reflected back from the water? How does the moon and the stars shine through? We might never think of it, but that is what attracts us to shiny things. It's unconsciously, in the cellular level, reminds us of our precious water. When we see a stream, we instinctively want to taste it, wash ourselves in it, jump in if it is deep enough. Unfortunately, there are not many places on Earth where it would be safe to drink from streams. But we still want to dip into lakes and rivers. Have you ever wondered why you can actually stay afloat in deep water? You might have studied physics and chemistry, but I bet you are not thinking about Archimedes while swimming in a lake. It is still a great wonder of nature. The water molecule looks like a Mickey Mouse with a red head and two white ears. The two hydrogen atoms are closer to each other with positive ends, so this way molecules create tight bonds. Water molecules stick to each other and not to other objects like your body when you swim or a ship gliding while floating. No other liquid would have this buoyancy that Archimedes observed in 212 B.C. This made transport possible and furthered civilization. You're saying, but man invented the wheel, right? 
Well, they wouldn't have been able to go far on land just using wheels, and it would have required tremendous amount of men and animal power, and roads were difficult to build and maintain. Water, however, is the natural highway between the first cities along the rivers and shorelines from Egypt to Rome. Just think which countries were the biggest travelers, traders, and colonizers. England, Spain, Portugal, Holland, France, with shorelines. But civilization was not very good at keeping water clean and healthy. All big cities throughout history battled with unsanitary sewer and water systems that were not even separated properly. The lack of understanding brought one pandemic after another in history, all over Europe and Asia. A severe outbreak of cholera in London in 1854 finally inspired a doctor to map the cases and prove his theory that cholera was germ-based. Dr. Snow could narrow down the map and point out the one water pump that was contaminated and caused the death of 616 people. This finding led to better, more regulated public sanitation. So today, in most places in North America and Europe, you can safely drink tap water. Otherwise, you would be advised to drink boiled or safely bottled water. We drink water because it is life. You might know that Earth is 70% water, but only about 5% can be consumed by us. Our body is 60% of water, so we need to make sure we replenish it promptly. Clean water, herbal tea, can count as total water intake. If you drink caffeinated tea or coffee with caffeine, it will still not dehydrate you, so it's okay. Watermelon is 95% water, and most fruit contains more than 80%. But they are considered food because of their nutritional and calorie value. Coke or any pop with all that sugar is really not water. Alcohol cannot replace water. First of all, alcohol is 7 calories per gram and very dehydrating, so you are not achieving your aim to keep your balance. Even if you don't do anything at all, within a 24-hour period, you can lose a liter of water, so drink up. Break your fast right after you get up with a glass of water, then have one every time you come back from a walk. That is three times for me after walking my pups. Once I take my vitamins with a glass and I have a glass of water before each meal. In the evening, I drink more, but I stop drinking an hour before going to bed. Doctor's orders and my kidneys too. When you have your next glass of water, it doesn't matter if it's ionized or filtered by reverse osmosis, whatever you believe in, just sip it up. Remember to drink to our 4 billion year old Earth's water supplies health. Now, we are starting our third week. We have straightened our posture, keeping our breath deep, and now hydrating ourselves regularly. We are getting really good. Attach one simple thing to another. As I mentioned, I get up, take a deep breath, and have my first glass of water. Before I eat, I have a glass of water. After I come home, I wash my hands and have a glass of water. So one act triggers another. This way, you will never miss it again. Know your foundations. Practice the fundamentals to become proficient. Sweat the small things to easily build bigger ones. 
That is my message for today. Don't forget us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Let your genius emerge, or Humanly Genius, and our website, humanlygenius.com. Become our Humanly Genius patron on Patreon. I will talk to you next time on Tuesday about communication. Until then, explore yourself, grow, and become your authentic self. Meantime, I'll do the same and will embrace my precious community around me. Keep journaling. Talk to you later. Goodbye now. Goodbye now.